Hello and welcome to Cameo, guys. I'm your host, Mark Nelson. As always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello. And I'll be nice to him because he did quite well hosting our other <laughs> podcast before we recorded this. We have Matthew Bates. I've gone for But if name. I fuck up, it's going to be just... Oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be swift. <laughs> yeah. So, we are here to finally review Us, yep. which I feel like we saw a month ago. Close. Because we saw it the day it came out. Yep. Uh, an act of bravery from Bakes and I that I don't think will ever be seen again. Opening night, that cameo. That yep. was big. It was huge. But I think it was just us in the cinemas, actually. Well, there wasn't many people there. There were, there were some there about another six people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. The fact that we can pinpoint numbers. Yeah, that's it's not a great sign. But again, uh, you know, it's a Thursday It was a Thursday night, night up, night, up yeah. in Belgrave. You know, I'm not expecting the... No, I'm not expecting the world. No. The who's who? No. No, Bill. So, <laughs> yes, we will be reviewing... Get your Bachelor stuff out of here. Uh, so, um, yes, us. Yep. We're all very excited to see it. Yes. I'm still glad we saw it. Cam, did you end up seeing it No, I was time? going to, but uh, yeah, life got in the way. Life got in the way. <laughs> yep. I, I, I almost wanted to see it again. Mm. Like it was... Yeah, I'm, I'm still... I was really still to see it again. Chantel wants to Watch it. You, you just fell into the matrix. <laughs> what were you saying? Fell into a pit. Oh, uh, Chantel said she wanted to see it, and I, I was happy to oblige and say, "Oh, when you when you got time, I'll go see it too." Yeah, and when that because I'm happy when to that see that this cinema again. gets it, it'll be about three months' time, so you'll be due a for another years. <laughs> yeah, viewing. they're showing multi five soon. It's probably the first time showing it. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go see it? Uh, if I got so they're showing. I think they're showing uh, Life of Brian today. Yep. And they're showing Holy Grail next Ooh. week sometime. Just as part of like, the comedy festival little time. Life of Brian. Holy Grail would be great. Holy Grail for the for the coconuts hitting yes. for the that's <laughs> my favourite moment in Monty Python. <laughs> so so I could walk out after that. <laughs> yeah, good. All right. So we're all agreed we liked it. It'd be good to talk hmm. about it from what we can remember. Yes. Um now, considering it has been a month, uh-huh. we'll do the whip around the room because I'm sure we've watched mm-hmm. things. Things. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Cameron. Yep. Uh, right. So I watched a new show on Netflix that I'm still trying to wrap my head around whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. Lunatics. No, nah, I'm off it from episode one. Mm. Chris Lilly is no good no more. It just, it felt. Lazy. Mm. Episode one was shit. And that'll turn a lot of people off. Yeah. It gets slightly better, but nothing to make me recommend it. Yeah. So I was having a discussion with Jackson the other day. Mm. And our feelings are, he used the characters used to be very grounded in reality. Yes. Despite having some over-the-top personalities. Mm. So like Mr. G. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, he's still just a drama teacher. Mm. So you can relate to him. Because... Mm. We've all had our own quirky teachers, and yeah. just because he's a little bit over the top, it's mm. funny. Mm. But like now, he's got like a fucking South African, yes, animal psychic. Yep, a seven foot three teenage girl, a twelve year old kid who's going to become an earl of some property in England. Like it's mm-hmm. it's too much. Yes, I, I feel like so. It's kind of been like a gradual sort of uh, creation of. Uh, unrealistic, shitty characters. So We Can Be Heroes was all pretty much grounded 
and you yep. could be yep. like, yep, I know these people. Um, and then Summer Heights High was kind of the same. But you oh, kind I'd of say the same. Like, Jamie was well, still fairly grounded you... at that point. You had Mr. At that G point, and yes. you had Jonah. Like, Jonah's still... Mm. You definitely see kids like Jonah. Yep. But then I think he kind of ruined it with that whole season he had of Jonah. Oh, kind yeah. of just over... over yeah. yeah. Was there another scene yeah. with Jamie as well? Yep. Yep. Jamae, yep. The only Jermaine, character sorry, yeah. that deserves their own season, hmm. Mr. G. I'm glad you said Mr. G. Did Gran. Gran was pretty good. Um, Angry Boys, again, was <laughs> Angry Boys was the, half and half, half and then and like half. you've got the, the Smouse, Smouse character. Smouse the, the worst of... thing he's ever done. No. No. Some of the season, some of this season is the worst he's ever done. Like, well, considering I made it to one episode and went, probably not yeah. for me. Yeah. So you've you got to think of like what characters he's done and people and like his defense is uh i don't want people are easily offended i'm like well yes they are but you've got to make interesting content yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not liking it because i'm offended by the characters yeah i'm offended because it's not funny yeah i'm indifferent like you've actually Mm. we're here to be entertained and Mm. it's not happening anymore just the characters weren't good like and there was no like like his best seasons have like an actual like it joins together like with like when it started I was like I like the the fashion guy yep but then he gave the fashion guy this thing where he fucks cash a register, register. Like, do you want me to tell you how it ends yeah, we've got people listening that's fine I don't care oh does he fuck something? oh he marries it of course he does uh, what else happened? Well, I watched the trailer, so I'm glad I'm getting the play-by-play because I watched the trailer and thought, I don't want to <laughs> so watch this. I'm so angry that. Like, that's just so shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was switched off by the time there was the seven-foot girl. I'm like, yeah. I think John said it was a bit lazy and that's pretty much what I thought. It's all really it. lazy. And then, like, one of the characters was, like, an ex-porn star. Oh, who the has CG le- tits. The one who has legitimate mental issues and he's playing it off for laughs. Like, it's... It's not like you can you can make comedy out of that stuff, but not the way that he did it. It was just I don't know. Yeah, because she's like hoarding and just, mm-hmm. and she has like imaginary people in her head. Yeah, like no. it, 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 and he's playing it for laughs, and like you, you chuckle occasionally, but there was nothing that I went yes, yeah, this is awesome. Um, what else did I watch? <laughs> I watched a couple of episodes of Afterlife. What, how, how is that? It's really, um, I know it's, it's really dark. Yeah, it's really dark. Like he pretty much just says he wants to kill himself the whole time. Yeah, which I, I'm I'm liking it so far, but you kind of need to take a break yeah. from it because he pretty much just wants to kill himself all the time. Um, That's fair. So, and then I've been listening to a lot of music lately because went to Tassie. Yes. Um, enjoyed myself there. Uh, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but. There's a certain pop star that I like at the moment. Is this still you liking Ariana Grande? No, no, she's still good. Someone else. Who? She's really young. Billie Eilish. Oh, no. Oh, I like There's Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. She's got a song about The Office. Exactly. Which she's is got well, a song it's, about it's, it's, where it's, she uh, sampled. It's, it's not about The Office. It has right, like Michael Scarn stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it the greatest song ever. Well, yes. No, but I, I, I just, I've been flogging that. No, I'm all about Billie She's fantastic. Very good. Yeah. Just to... I'm considering going to Groove in the Mood just to see her. Mm. 
I just don't like Groove in the Moo. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. Groove in the Moo. Yeah, remember that? That was a shitty day, Bakes. That was an awful day. We don't day. talk about that. I was part of, I was part of that day. It sucked. I was there. <sighs> Missed half the damn day. Yeah. Very good, Cam. That's it. That's what it. have you been watching, Bakes? Anything interesting? Well, there's, there's, there's one thing I need to bring up that I've been watching, which was arguably... There, there are bad movies which are funny, and there are bad movies. And this was just a bad movie. Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Well, uh, I believe someone, being you, missed our review of that film. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've watched it now, and fuck me. That was atrocious. Yes, yes it was. I believe we, we said similar things in the, the podcast. I believe I spoke the, about my chips more than I did the Pitch Perfect. Yes. I was the amazing. Like, any of those little play on words just got so frustrating to listen to. The whole movie and was the pit spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, I was on the Rock in Brisbane, and I think Chantel was like, oh, I'll just put something on we have to think about before we go out. I'm like, oh, that's fine, whatever. And Definitely all of a sudden, think of Pitch Perfect 3's on, and I wanted to be anywhere but there. That's fair. Imagine paying good money for that. Imagine well, going we to the we, no, no, we had to pay for that as well. That was $5 in the room. Of course you did. You idiot. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hindsight, mate. Hindsight. Yeah, Pitch Perfect 3. That's the one thing I'd like to highlight that I've, I've watched. <laughs> Regrettably. God. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. All right, you, Nelson. Well, I bottled the rage up for a while. Yes. But after the highs of seeing us, two days later, I saw Five Feet Apart. <laughs> With Jess. Oh. And I, to be fair, I was all for it. I'm like, it's was it, cool. Was, was it like be... The Sweet Life? wasn't like The Sweet Life. No. Um, I was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll go. It'll be dumb. It'll be a shitty teen rom-com. Mm-hmm. In any discussions post-watching that film, the one thing I can say is I've never rooted for terminal cancer more. <laughs> I wanted... What about the Fault Now stars? All those characters to die. See, I hated the Fault in Our so Stars as well. Yep. This was worse. Oh, God. Yep, this was much worse. That's hard. Um, but, like, horrific. And I don't know if I alluded to it in our message thread, mm. but for the last ten minutes of the film, there was a girl yep. who cried uncontrollably. Oh, God. She was sobbing. Like, I'm not talking like I, I looked over and tears were streaming down her face. No. Like Rachel Bachelor in Paradise. For the last 10 minutes. Real ugly cry. All I heard was. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, I'm not even talking like I'm sitting next to her. There was an aisle between us, mm-hmm. and I could hear this. So I just kept turning <laughs> to Jess and like. Was it a packed cinema? Yes. Like, there was not a seat. Not feel like we went. It was a Sunday afternoon. Oh god! It was packed with teens, and this chick was just sobbing, and that just really took me out of like it. Like the only... film was, sh- and like, yeah. and I think what made it worse was I'm like, this film doesn't deserve your tears. It no. has not. It has not earned them. No, the only thing <laughs> I can think of is like she's she's been through this before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brought their bad memories up. Ah. Chantel actually went to see it as well, and she was excited, but she went with her mates because I'm like, well, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, Wise choice. But one thing from her, from her nursing background that she was really pissed off with was at the end, apparently, um, the guy needs to give CPR. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, the most important thing about CPR is compressions. 
don't do the breathing, just do compressions. And the person who apparently couldn't transfer his bacteria was just doing all like mouth to mouth, no compressions. Yeah, but that's the, she's, but basically that's the drama, mate. Well, she couldn't get. She's infection. walking it. She couldn't get past that. She's like, nah, fuck this. So yeah, uh, I wanted them to die. Yep, <laughs> and they did. No. Oh fucking hell! Why not? Because she gets a lung transplant. Yep. Which means they can no longer be together because he could give her the disease again. Oh. So now they have more than five feet apart. Ends. Yep. Like, it was just it was utter shit. Did did you or Jess read the book or no? We were just like that. Just we'll, thought you'd go we'll, see. We'll see. Cody. This will be a bit, yeah, bit dumb and fun. Not fun. And it was quite dumb. Yep. So there was that. Yep. I feel like I've seen other things. I'm sure you have. Oh, Shazam! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Well worth a watch. Okay. DC finally have done it. They hit peak something. Yeah, and I just love Zachary Levi. Yeah. So, yeah, Chuck. Watch it for him. Watch mm-hmm. it for him, Bakes. Yeah. I don't think he's going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch Avengers Endgame. That might be my last superhero movie for a for a period. <coughs> what? <laughs> he's going to watch it. I'm going Isn't... at 9.30 on Wednesday morning. Well. And then I'll see it again with Jess that night. Mate. Couldn't stretch it. I couldn't do a midnight. No, it's too much. Yeah, it's way too. So I watch, I watch a couple of Marvel films. I think tomorrow, just in in preparation. In preparation, yeah. Mm. Just mm. like stretching. Yeah, just, just watch all the. Just are go, you just going to watch all the up. Avengers ones? Or? No, I'll probably watch Infinity War, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Just get the back get into the circle the of life. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be three hours long, so it'll be quite the film. Mm. And it's the end. Well, no. Oh. What? It's not the end. Nah, he's already oh. Kevin Feige has already come out and said that the last movie in Phase Three, yep, is the next Spider-Man film. So that kind of ties it all up, and then uh, Phase Four begins. So this is an end game. Well, it's it's the end game, culminating twenty-two films mm. spanning ten years. It's a fair effort. But then no, why put the suit Spider-Man one at the end? Well, because that's, that's the end of the phase. This is still just the... Mm. And it's called Endgame because that's what Doctor Strange said in the Infinity War bakes. Well, it's very confusing. Someone should have a chat to Doctor Strange. Just you say, just, mate... They should call it not quite the end. Well, he, well, he's, <laughs> Clearer he's and more concise. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd agree. If the movie was called Avengers The End, maybe it would yeah. be the end of the franchise. Endgame doesn't mean the end. It implies it, though. Does Avengers. It's not quite finished yet. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Nearly there, guys. So, Banks, you guess what, mate? You'll five, be... five more minutes in the oven. <laughs> you'll be back, Banks. There'll be some superhero movies you'll be back for. Uh, Get yeah. wrecked. So. Yep. Us. Yes, us. Hold my... We've just talked a lot about everything <laughs> but us. I think in efforts... Because we might not remember what the movie was about. So. I remember it. You can? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we haven't done the cast for a while, but worth going through the cast of this Mm -hmm. film, I think, because they do an amazing job Mm -hmm. playing two characters each. Yes. So, you've got Mm. Peter Nyong'o from uh, 12 Years a Slave and Maz from Star Wars. Uh, Winston Duke. Was she not also in... Was she in Black Panther? 
Yes, she was. Yes. Uh, Winston okay. Duke, also from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth Moss. From Mad Men. From Mad Men mm-hmm. or Handmaid's Tale. Yes, either or. Uh, Tim Heidecker. <laughs> from Tim and Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Fantastic. so weird. Um, yeah. And then you've also got Shahadi Wright Joseph, who was the Zora. She's in uh, the daughter. She's theatre background. She's Lion King, Hairspray. Oh, did she? Uh, Evan Alex as Jason Wilson and Pluto. Yep. He's just awesome. Uh, a couple others. And then those creepy twins. Mm-hmm. Um, and Madison Curry, who was the young Adelaide. Yep. Who was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a film. What a film. Do we want to do a bit of trivia, Bakes? I can fire it up. Unless you yeah, get some going. Uh, right. <laughs> Creepy. If I'd seen it, it would have made me feel even worse. The words get out were carved into the sides of the Hall of Mirrors entrance. Oh, fuck, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Coincidental as well. What are the chances? Jordan Peele gave the cast 10 horror films to watch so they could have a shared language when filming. So that was Dead Again, The Shining, The Babadook. It follows A Tale of Two Sisters, mm-hmm. The Birds, Funny Games, Martyrs, Let the Right One In. That's recent. I wonder what that is. And The Sixth Sense. Um, Jordan Peele provided the voice as the funhouse narrator. Uh, uh, the whole thing around the numbers 1111 always appearing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Wilsons' doppelgangers first appear on their driveway in the same order as the Stick Family decal on the back yeah. of their car. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, Lupita Nyong'o based Red's voice on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right. Uh, trying to find anything else of interest. Uh, oh, get nothing. That's right, there's some really good ones in there. Yeah. Cool. So, how do we want to talk about this film? Um, well, it's been long enough now, you could probably uh, divulge the, t- the, the twist. The twist. The twist. Which, how do we feel about the twist? I loved it. You liked it? Loved it. I still, it was, I loved it because... Very similar to Get Out, mm-hmm. it's signposted so early. Oh yeah, that yeah. even the the final water twist moment. Oh, really if you knew if you knew what you were looking for, you could see it very quickly. I think that's something he does quite well. Like in the in the fact that when I was saying I'd be happy to go and watch it again, it's because I want to identify those little cues earlier in the movie. It's not something you watch and say, "Oh yeah, I'm happy I've seen that." There's more you want to learn about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's it's it's a film that's stuck with me. Like yep. occasionally I'll mm. just think about it out of the blue again. I'm like, oh, mm. that was kind of cool. Yeah, love the soundtrack. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been smashing the soundtrack again, yeah. especially that um the remix of the yeah, the tethered. I've got five on it. Yeah, yeah that mm. is quality. And just remembering that whole sequence of them kind of like fight dancing. Yes, was very very mm. well done. Mm-hmm. Which I think this. I prefer this film to Get Out because I think this mm. film is starting to do things a bit more 
interesting when it comes to the way it's filmed and the direction. Like, I think mm. he, this stretched him a bit more, whereas Get Out was a bit more, I don't know, a bit more similar. I think he's learned a bit I more. Think, yeah, like, the lighting in this was cool. I like just some of the I think different, visual different movies. That's a that's Very different horror films. movie. That's horror movie trope. And then I think the other one was definitely a thriller. Oh, yeah. More than that. So, yeah. it shot differently and... I think he's, he's applied that really well because I went into this really scared because I had expectations of what it was going to be. So there was still like visual cues and audio cues where I was being set up for a scare. Yeah. But the scare wasn't as intense as you expected. There was no so, jump scares. Yeah. And that's something yes, I was expecting. No but all of a sudden during the movie, I'm like, oh, I, I wish I had my eyes more in it because I wanted to see more. I'm happy with the, the moments where I blocked my ears. I, th- I don't yeah. think there was any though. Like from... No, no, it was just, it was tense. The, the, oh, tense, yes. There were moments of just pure silence. Yes. And yeah. I know the silence begets a jump. Mm. And that's when I was starting to freak out. But they didn't come. And that freaked me out even more. No, but that's that's what a good horror movie should do. Yes. Uh, it, sh- it should make you feel something rather than just go, mm. It's and that's and that and that's why I think I really enjoyed this film because mm. it was an experience more so than just yes a good story as well yes so you like you had the really good narrative and the story and the symbolism that was all happening mm. but at the same time it was an experience because of the way the film was making you feel so mm. yeah. yeah I enjoyed the uh, the the scale kind of got bigger and bigger as the movie went on because at first you think it's just about um, was Adelaide? Is Adelaide yeah. the... Mm-hmm. So at first you think it's more just about her and her kind of doppelganger. And then gradually you think, oh, there's the family in the driveway. And then it kind of extends to the friends. And then gradually you realise it's not just an intimate experience. It's like a global, like, apocalypse. Yeah. So well, I, I kind of enjoy that it all became a lot bigger and bigger. I thought it was just America. Yeah, it was just oh. America. Because there was the oh, whole I thing was... about Hands Across oh, America. Hands Across America, mm. yeah. Um, so I think it was their experiment. It was an American experiment to have them cloned. Which failed. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's the nods to the rabbits Which is, as well, I'm guessing. So, yeah. Yeah. And they, that's the end. Like they, that was the way to feed them. Hmm. Um, oh, I thought that was like a nod to well, like it's, it's animal both. experiments. Yeah. I think it's both. They, they obviously uh, tried the cloning on the rabbits first. To yeah. Sort of get it right. And then obviously they've just used the rabbits to eat. Um, I still don't with with them having children. Like, how do they? Well, well I thought, the, I thought the way it was, they just forced them upon them. Was yeah. So they, in my head, canon. Yeah, there was a slathering of cloning done, mm. and then and then that soul connection kind of happened. So the idea being mm. that they're shadows because they're sharing the souls. Yeah, hence why they're mirroring the movements. Mm. So then as the clone, the original clones had relationships and births, mm. birthed the yeah. same shadows. and Because mm-hmm. I think, so what I got from it as well is the uh, the older that a tethered got, the less it was engaged with its original copy. So like with the, with the boy, like the kid, the boy, like the, the little boys... Oh yes, like he was fully tethered. He was so fully he tethered. Could... So anything that he did, the boy was still boy. mirroring. Yeah. yeah, and then as like as you grow older, obviously, and then yeah. like Adelaide and stuff didn't follow them at all. Well, it's because um, 
Adelaide and Red. Mm. Bit like, yeah, the time, it was kind of like time apart. Mm. It's, mm. it's oh, yeah. I, I was reading things around like how you can kind of look at this whole thing as a very big character study on nature versus nurture. Mm. And well, you got to think like that... The, the yeah. evil one mm. grew up being into a normal person because mm. she was taken out of that environment and well, put she... into the environment of a caring family. Well, she she went to do that. She didn't like... Yeah. She took it herself. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that kid was freaky. <laughs> the eyes. The eyes. Um, also finally twigged to me like a couple of days after watching that mm-hmm. her whole voice was because she was choked as a kid mm-hmm. by the tether. Like, yep. That's a really cool little mm. oh, I explanation. That. That, mm. Like, yeah, she, and that maybe like, you know, as, as she was down there, she couldn't make any noise for a long time because of, you know, mm. something was damaged in her vocal cords from being choked. And, mm. Yeah. Just like I thought I said, just leaves you thinking. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's lots of layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one interview with Jordan Peele where he's saying, like, you know, as a as a director, you can either you have like the knowledge, and you can either give the audience all that knowledge and live with no questions. Either you don't have all the answers and you don't give them all the answers, or in this case, he's like, I might have all the answers, except I'm going to give you enough that you just keep asking questions, keep watching, keep thinking. Which well, I hope uh, he does one of those videos again. Yeah, well, he did he it with yeah, did it with Get Out, and he's and like, yeah, most of that video was just like, yeah, I totally meant that. <laughs> so, like, it, 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 movies like this is up to interpretation. Um, yeah, which, like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna give you certain things, but you've got to just read in what you want to read into. Yeah, which is the same as Get Out. See, I I think I prefer Get Out. I liked the soundtrack more in this, but I think the story was more interesting in Get Out. See, with Get Out, I thought they. It bored me a little bit. Mm. And I, then I felt mm. like they blew their load too quickly. Mm. In the most gruesome of metaphors ever. Yeah, like, yeah I'm still struggling with that one. No, no, you'll, you'll sit there and you'll enjoy it, Bakes. Um, but you Don't know what I mean? Like, me they had this really cool premise and then it was just mm. kind of like, oh, we've given it away. Yeah, no, and I, th- I think that if there is a weakness in Jordan Peele's movie making, it's his endings. I wasn't a huge fan of the ending here. Yeah, I know we talked about that. Yeah. But again, after some time away, yeah, I feel like it was good. Mm. Because even that ending, it doesn't quite confirm that the kid knows. Mm. Like, there's still an element there of, like, does he actually realise that I feel like still leaves it a bit ambiguous mm. and interesting. Mm. I don't know. I think it still leaves yeah, heaps of questions. Even like the who were the ones responsible in the first place. Like who are the key figures? Like are they, even that kind of stuff. And I what's, like and what's about. still going to happen? Because there's still a shitload of tethered around. Yeah. Oh, it's, everyone's dead. From what I could tell. But is everyone dead? Well, we'll never know. Yeah. There's not going to be an us too. So. <sighs> it's good. Just leave it, it up good. to your own, your own interpretation. I think this ending's better than Get Out. But mm. I think... I enjoyed the story of Get Out more. They're still both good, and the last half hour was incredible, though. I I, I really enjoyed mm. from from the moment in which uh, Adelaide Red started dancing in Underworld, what whatever we're calling 
what was going on I think under, underground. Under, underworld sounds cool. Underworld. Um, when she started kind of doing dancing to communicate to everyone and she kind of became like their leader from mm. that point on, I was I didn't care what was happening, my eyes were open. I think as soon as the, the family turn up, that's kind of so you get you get your um you sort of your your build up, you get your introductions and you get everything sort of sorted and then it just hits you. So like they give you little little bits of like Adelaide really not wanting her kids to be uh, disappearing or going anywhere or I don't yeah, know. Because then when you look back at it, she fears the same thing could happen to her kids that mm-hmm. yeah. she did to another. Because, mm. and yeah, like thinking like the entire time, mm. like through that movie, she would have known, like the second they got to the house, mm. she knew exactly what was happening. Mm. Mm. Like when you actually start, like you rethink back on some scenes. Mm. It's it's fascinating. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think just it's kind of like the family dynamic was really good. I liked all of the. Yeah. Like, and that was my, like the cast was mm. phenomenal. Mm. Like small, the, but good. Like the kids were great. The kids mm. were creepy as fuck. In Everyone was essential there. though. Like it wasn't oh, just kids sure. for having kids. Like it's yeah. the kids, are the, they mean something. It's not just, you know, to heighten, you know, the, the responsibility of the parents or their their attachment to the children, it's the kids have a really important role. Yeah. Mm. And I, yeah, I think the best, my favorite scene was, uh, the tethered at that, um, their friend's house. Yeah. They played beach boys. I like the fuck the police bit. <laughs> the, the mix of comedy in there kind of got me back a few times when I was really struggling. Yeah. The, I think my favorite moment is everything to do with the boat. Yeah, and the payoff of the boat being shit and how that saved his life and mm-hmm. just everything to do with that was great. Oh yeah, and I, I think yeah, the balance of comedy yeah. versus I don't know scares. Yeah, just the mm. the perfect little peppering of comedy to just mm. give you a moment to to breathe and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think the yeah, I think the probably the most important part of the movie is the sound. So. Mm. Yeah, the either the lack of, or the um, yeah, just it, it just like amazes me that he even would have thought to get that song. I've got five on it. Slow it down, take out certain parts, and it just turns into this really ominous, creepy. Well, in an interview, he said he always had he always felt like a creepy vibe to it. Oh, especially so, like the, yeah, the, if you because it was initially going to be like a a more ballet type music and when they they'd played it over it he's like it doesn't doesn't fit and you think he said even came across as a bit pretentious because this family wouldn't listen to this kind of stuff mm. Mm. that's a good point mm-hmm. yep very good there's, 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 are there just, any moments we, we didn't like um I don't know I'd... no just considering Get Out, I felt like everything had meaning in the movie. So if there wasn't something I didn't like, I'm like, well, maybe it's just because I don't understand it yet. So I think I was pretty invested in everything. I hated the the creepy daughter. I've said that many times, but any time it was just her on the prowl, yep. I hated it. Yep. There was something so intense about her eyes, which is again goes down to how good her performance was. Mm. But oh, nope, nope. Well, I, I guess I disliked the family's 
uh, inability to leave straight away. Like he's kind of like, well, what's going on? And then tries to like get laid, and then he's like, oh yeah, right, this is pretty serious. Let's get the kids. We'll get going. And by then it's too late. I've got a, a deal with Chantelle. If either of us say we need to go now, we just go. You don't ask questions. You just go. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, the. I feel like Adelaide kind of. Not that she kept them there, but she didn't seem as, like, willing to leave. Yeah. She kind of just went, oh, I'll call the police. Like, she didn't want to, like. She didn't want Red to go out there and actually kill anyone. Yeah, true. So. Because, again, yeah. she knows what they are. Mm. Mm. Well, in the end, she does kill her, but <laughs> yeah. in that really good scene. But um, yeah, I think there was anything I intrinsically like disliked, but yeah, still that ending. All right, I both liked and disliked it. Got a good little bit of trivia about the I got five on it song. Yeah, mm-hmm. it tells of two guys each chipping in five dollars to buy a ten dollar bag of weed, mm-hmm. which like the scissors. And the repetition of the number eleven within the film is a combination of two things created, creating one whole, just like the tethered themselves. Leave that with your bags. <laughs> yeah, it's just clever. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's given nothing to that arm, though. Ah, <coughs> I, just, I just think someone's looked into that one a bit too closely. That's that's what you got to do with these movies, though, because well, people have gone. Um, so the the scene, the beach with the um. With the with the kid running off, they're like that original gets. <laughs> Apparently, they swap. People are going, "Oh, they swap." When he sees that creepy guy at the beach. Wait, who does he think swaps the kid? They're the boy. It doesn't make sense, but people no. have thought that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters. Interesting. There's not much else to say. Like. Um, if we had seen it more recently, it could be, but Cliff Notes. Just a great film. Needs to be seen. Needs to be seen. And I'm definitely going to see it again, whether it's in cinemas or out of cinemas, I'll be seeing it again. Paying you six bucks on iTunes or? Uh, well, after paying five dollars for Pitch Perfect 3, I feel like I should pay a bit more for this one. (laughs) Uh, What is it? Which, which, which movie do you own now? Because it was about the same uh, price. Which one was it? I can't remember actually. Because you've got... by by the end of this podcast, I'll have it for you. Because <laughs> I know you own Starstruck, which is a movie you really should watch. Fantastic Four. Yes, I own Fantastic Four outright. <laughs> Didn't rent it, bought it. Jesus Christ! Because wasn't it cheaper to buy? It was cheaper to buy than it was to rent. Yeah, <laughs> so just figured I'd invest in that. Take up some room. A solid investment. I own the Waterboy, Starstruck, and Fantastic <laughs> Four. That's that's a that's a good six hours of uh, goodness right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So that's us. That is us. All right. And that's us done. That is us done. We will figure out our next movie soon, we and will. hopefully. Won't have as big of a delay no, between no. episodes again. Mm. Um, for those listening that enjoy this podcast, uh, just a hot tip that, as I mentioned at the very start of this episode, we are recording Batchy Chats mm-hmm. uh, once again. So if you want to hear us talk all things Bachelor in Paradise, 
uh, which is funnily enough quite difficult to talk about. Yes. Uh, tune into that <laughs> podcast again. Uh, it'd be great to have you listening to that one as well. But if you have some film suggestions for us mm-hmm. or anything you want us to watch, um, except for when Cam does a dodgy. I don't do any dodgies. Yeah, do some dodgies. I, please I email fans. in to cameoguys at gmail.com or mm-hmm. leave some comments on our Instagram, mm-hmm. which we can be found as simply Cameo Guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. And we will speak to you next time. Bye. See ya.